I want to say there are a few areas that I want to speak to specifically. And the first one is friends. Um, this is not the, the hot button one, but this is one that comes up. So I do not believe that you should have men, men, I'm talking to you. You should not have any friendships that your wife doesn't know about. Welcome to Authentic Conversations. I'm your host, Ryan James Miller, and I believe the way to freedom, fulfillment, and success ultimately comes by living as the most authentic version of yourself. If you're ready to live the life you've dreamed of, you're in the right place. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Authentic Conversations. Uh, we have been on hiatus for the last couple of weeks, uh, just cycling through some guests and working on some other projects. And, uh, you know, it, it, it may be surprising to hear this, but uh, it is quite challenging to run at a pace of uh, posting uh, weekly episodes for the podcast. I love doing it. I love talking to other people, but it's not always easy. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, I do get pitched um, probably uh, one to two guests a week uh, that come in from outside, different um, uh, different people and uh, different organizations that reach out and, and they want to pitch their guest or themselves to be on uh, my podcast. And they do this for, for lots of podcasts. I do it for other podcasts too. Um, but the majority of them I turn down and I turn them down because um, they're just not a good fit. They may be great people and great guests and very successful and have amazing stories, but I'm uh, intently focused on making sure that uh, this podcast is uh, is as much about uh, helping and equipping men to be the men that they were called to be as possible. Uh, that wasn't always the case. Um, you know, there were uh, different seasons uh, for different reasons and topics on the podcast, but right now, uh, more often than not, uh, that's what I prefer to be uh, talking about and sharing on the podcast. Hopefully that's what's been valuable to you. Uh, anyway, so um, I, I'm working on some new guests, uh, but as I've been doing that, uh, I've been thinking about creating uh, a series of shorter episodes, uh, like the one that's going to be today, other than this introduction, uh, just to help provide men and maybe even their spouses, so uh, you wives that are listening, um, uh, but men that are married, men that are engaged, men that w desire to be married one day, uh, just uh, some shorter uh, episodes that are uh, focused on just helping to equip you to be better in your role as a husband, as a father, uh, as a friend to your spouse. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to cover things like finances and sex and relationships and performance. Uh, there, uh, there's going to be a, a lot that I'll go into, um, but uh, but I just felt like this was a good time to be able to do that, and so that that's what I'm going to do today. Um, by the way, if uh, if you are a man out there and you want to learn more about uh, what we're doing, um, uh, particularly with uh, this message around men of freedom. Uh, I would invite you to join our private Facebook group. It's a great place just to build community, build some relationships. If you go to ryanjamesmiller.com slash M-O-F, men of freedom, but just M-O-F, ryanjamesmiller.com slash M-O-F, uh, you can apply 
uh, to uh, to join that Facebook group. Uh, you'll have to answer a few questions. If you don't answer them, I will ignore the, uh, the request to join. Uh, but if you answer them, I'll vet them and then uh, allow you in. And that's a great way just to learn a little bit more about what we're doing and uh, how you can uh, be a part of that. Got some exciting things coming up uh, a little bit tor- uh, more towards the end of 2022. Uh, but then in 2023, there's going to be a lot of big things that are going to be done. And so some of the smaller things that will lead up to that, or we're going to be doing some more one-off trainings, uh, so webinars and workshops, uh, equipping men to uh, understand what their purpose is, uh, what you've been called to do, how you can build better habits and disciplines around those things, and then how to to goal plan uh, to vision cast for the future. So those are going to be some of the things that are coming up here in the next few weeks. Um, So make sure that you are following me on Instagram. That is at RJM Sales Pro is my Instagram handle there. You can probably find that in the show notes. Uh, But Instagram, uh, maybe even Facebook too, but Instagram is going to be the best way to do that because that's where I'm posting most of this type of content along with all kinds of other fun stuff about the life I'm living, my spouse, my kids, uh, golf, travel, whatever. Anyway, so uh, check that out. Uh, That will be a great place to go. The the other thing that you can do if you you want is you could text FREEDOM to 714-202-9402, and and you can get up to date on uh, all things uh, men of freedom and manhood uh, that we're doing because uh, we're sharing things in that space as well. Anyway, all that to say, I want to dig into today's uh, topic. And again, this will be short, sweet, kind of to the point, uh, but hopefully it's beneficial for you as you are out there trying to be the best man that you can possibly be in your relationships. So this is going to be very contextual to those of you that are in a committed relationship, uh, likely marriage, uh, but maybe uh, you're engaged, or maybe even you're just dating, but you're considering uh, marriage as a, a, a realistic uh, future step for you. So uh, in that regard, uh, what I want to talk to you about is the dangers of living with separate domains, the dangers of living uh, with separate areas and environments from your spouse. I'll preface this up front by saying, and I'm going to preface this because I'd shared this in a very short bit on TikTok, uh, and it went viral. Uh, it's up over uh, 500,000 views and thousands of comments. And so there was some pushback because I didn't clarify enough, and I'm not going to clarify everything. But what I, uh, what I do want to say is I'm not saying that you can't have separate things from your spouse. Uh, Michelle and I, my wife, Michelle and I, we enjoy different things. I go golf. Michelle does not golf. She has ridden around in the cart with me. She'll go up to the range and uh, smack some golf balls around, but golf is just not her passion. Uh, And so I golf with my buddies on my own uh, and she's not around. Uh, I enjoy uh, whiskey and uh, smoking a pipe from time to time. And so I'll go out and do that with a group of buddies. Michelle does not like to smoke and Michelle does not like whiskey. So so she is not uh, included in those things. I mean, I guess she could be more than welcome to come, uh, but uh, that just wouldn't be her forte. Uh, likewise, there's things that Michelle does. Uh, she goes out to dinner with uh, with her girlfriends or will go enjoy a day shopping. Uh, and those are just things that she likes to do. And again, I, I would go with her if she, if she wanted me to. Uh, maybe kicking, no, not kicking and screaming. Uh, I would go with her if she wanted to, but she just has things that she enjoys doing on her own and that's fine. So we can have separate 
um, separate things in the sense that we enjoy different things or we do different things. We go to work in different places. Uh, so there is some separation that can happen, but we should never exclude our spouses from uh, uh, seeing into those things, from knowing what we're doing, uh, from knowing uh, by and large what we're saying, how we're acting, what our intentions and goals are in being involved in those things. So with that preface, uh, because those questions come up, I want to say there are a few areas that I want to speak to specifically. And the first one is friends. Um, this is not the, the hot button one, but this is one that comes up. So I do not believe that you should have men, men, I'm talking to you. You should not have any friendships that your wife doesn't know about. There is not a single instance in which it would be good or a good idea for you to have a friend that your, that your spouse didn't know about. It's not even necessarily that you're hiding things from them, though this, that could be the case, but it's more about allowing your wife into your world to understand who your friends are, who you're spending your time with, because if you're spending your time with people, they're going to influence you. And so your spouse should should know those people. She doesn't have to know them deeply or in the same way you do. She doesn't have to be as close to them as you are, but she should know the friends that you spend time with. There should be no exclusivity to relationship. Um, also, and, and by the way, um, uh, for you guys, you're like, well, you know, I don't, I don't need my wife to know all my business. And that's a topic for a whole nother conversation, but, um, but I will say this about your friendships. You don't have to share with them everything you talk about. Uh, for me and my wife, we have no secrets. Uh, we, we talk about everything with each other, but there's also an understanding between she and I, that if somebody is to share something with us, that's private, um, that we will likely say to them, if they haven't said to us, we'll say, Hey, um, is this something that's okay if I share with Michelle? And if they're like, no, I just want this between you and I, it's like, absolutely. So we will keep private information private when appropriate, but it's only because it's private to that person, not because we're trying to hide it from our spouses. Um, so, so, so that's, that, that's, that's where you can keep some things compartmentalized, but again, by and large, you want to make sure that your relationships are transparent and vice versa. You, you should know who your spouse, your, who your wife's friends are. Um, th this goes for the guys too, but there are just certain people that I wouldn't want my wife spending time with. If I knew she was spending time with them, they're not good people. They're not good for her. They're not good influences on her. And she's done it for me too. So or, you know, she's felt that way about some of the relationships I've had in the past. So, um, again, uh, just make sure that you do not have a separation or exclusivity of friendship. Try and involve them as often as possible. It is only for your good and for your benefit. Uh, the other piece of that that's really, really important is, um, for the most part, this, this, I won't say this is an ultimate and emphatic absolute, but for the most part, I don't think it's wise for you to have friends of the opposite sex that your spouse is not also friends with. Um, 
there's there are just a lot of challenges that come into play here, and I don't want to get into all of this, but uh, there are just too many pitfalls and too many traps. Even if there's nothing but good intention, it there's just too many opportunities for it to not be the case. So I have many women that I that I consider friends, that I love, that I care about, that I support, uh, but they're all friends of my wife's as well. And if I'm going to spend time with those ladies, 99.9% uh, .9 of the time, uh, it's going to be uh, with my wife present as well. It's not because I don't trust myself. It's not because I don't trust them. It's not because my wife doesn't trust me. It's just because it's just better overall. Um, again, there are exceptions to the rule, but by and large, I really feel like that's the case. Uh, what I will say uh, for sure is if you do have a friend of the opposite sex, uh, your your spouse should absolutely know about that person. There should be no hiding that at all, ever, ever, ever. And I would be really, really careful about spending one-on-one -on -one time with somebody of the opposite sex uh, in a private environment. I don't think there's wisdom in that. Again, I guess there's probably some exceptions to the rule, but I just don't think it's very wise to do that. Um, okay, so that's friendships. Secondly, this one's going to be a little bit shorter, but um, work. So I don't think that work should be a separate domain from your spouse. Now, you go to work, and she goes to work, or you go to work and she stays home, or whatever. But uh, so so there's so you go to separate places, but let her into your life. Let n give her a good understanding of um, what you're doing, where what your goals are at work, what you're working on, what you're struggling with. You know, too often the only time our wives hear about our jobs is when we're complaining or when we had a big win, but they just don't understand the day-to-day -day inner workings. And I think that's a mistake. Um, I love the fact that my wife not only uh, knows uh, what I do and how I do it, but she is a cheerleader and a champion. She is the backbone of everything that I do professionally. She is my greatest supporter. Uh, she is everything of the fuel that, that pushes me to do what I do professionally. So I would encourage you to, to share in that with your spouse. Don't think that you shut off work when you come home, like definitely close the computer, don't answer emails, but it's part of your life. And so treat it as such and, and, and allow those things to coexist in conversation, in your relationship. I just think there's a lot of wisdom in sharing in those things together and not separating them. Number three, uh, there should be no separation of exclusive separation of uh, social media accounts. Now, for some of you, I know that you actually share accounts with your spouse. Like you have the, you know, you're both, both your first names are the first name of the account or you share in the same account. And that's fine. If that's what you want to do, that's totally fine. Michelle and I don't do that. Um, but I see wisdom in some people doing that or desiring to do that. Um, but I, I am open to giving access to social to my social media accounts to my wife anytime she wants them. Uh, I don't have any accounts that she's not connected to, I guess maybe except Twitter because she's not on Twitter, uh, but it's a public pr uh, um, domain and she could see everything that I'm saying. I've at any time she said, hey, I want you, I want to see your phone. I want to check your messages. She could do so. Uh, so I don't hide anything from my spouse on social media. Um, 
as a matter of fact, um, from time to time, I get some uncomfortable and inappropriate propositions uh, through social media. And more often than not, I share them with her. If I don't, it's just because I didn't think about it, but I try as often as possible to share those things with her uh, because I just want her to know that uh, she, she, I'm sure she assumes that they're there, but I want her to know that, that I'm acknowledging that they're there and that I'm proactively um, or quickly reactively uh, responding to uh, preventing that from, from going any farther. I just don't want to engage in that type of stuff. And I want my wife to know that. So no separation of accounts. It drives me nuts when I hear couples that separate those things and kind of hide them from each other or all out, hide them from each other. That's just garbage. Um, there's no need for that. And finally, uh, when it comes to separation, uh, there should be no separation of finances. And this is the one that lights the fire under most people. And this is the one that I get most exhausted talking about. But this is so important to me. So I personally believe that uh, when two people become one in marriage. So now, by the way, I should say separation of finances. I understand that when you're dating and even when you're engaged, that that happens. Uh, and that's fine. Obviously that's fine because you've come in as two separate people. I believe that once you get married, the two become one. And, uh, and I believe that because that's what the Bible says. And that that's my, uh, that's my framework for marriage. And so in God saying that, I believe that that really means um, there's no more separate, that everything comes together and is one, including finances. Um, there's no more my money and her money. There's no more my bills and her bills. Um, it's all one. Um, you know, as it relates to my relationship, uh, when we first got married, we were both working. And so we had one account, uh, two accounts, a checking and a savings account. And our paychecks went both into that account. We paid all of our bills out of that account and we spent all of our money, needs, wants, whatever, ridiculous stuff out of that account. Um, there was just no separation. Uh, now, um, all these years later, um, I, um, I earn the income and Michelle cares for our kids and our home. I, I, try to care for our kids too, but she's a primary caregiver at home. Uh, and so uh, now we have one checking account and one savings account. Um, and um, all the money goes into there. And then we pay all the bills out of there. And then when she buys something, it comes out of there. When I buy something, it comes out of there. And there's no separation. All of the investment accounts that we have have both of our names on them, whether that's a stock trading account, whether that's our IRA, uh, whether that is other investments that we've made, uh, it is both of us. One of the greatest reasons why people divorce is because of finances. And a lot of times that's because of this power struggle and argument uh, and division over what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours. And that just doesn't work. Like that's why people end, uh, end up getting divorced over these things so often. And so I believe that it's important, ne necessary in my mind to combine finances. Now, 
Uh, I've had people push back on this. And so here are some things that I understand. First is, uh, if you have a primary account that everything goes into, and then from there, you set up separate accounts uh, for spending money that you guys budget for you know, each other, that pe- each gets equally, and you budget for just fun slush money to do whatever you want. I could understand separate accounts there. I don't love, though I, I'm going to offend some people, and I know some people that are close to me that do this, I don't love where there's two separate accounts and I pay certain bills and you pay certain bills. Again, that that that's an I and or, or you and me, or an I and you. Um, that's not a one, and I just I just don't think that that works well overall. I've heard from people that it does work for them. I just think, by and large, it's not wise. It just creates too much opportunity for division, uh, resentment, control. Uh, there's just a lot of problems that go into effect there. But anyway, if you had one primary account that everything goes into, and then from there it funnels, uh, you know, then you put your own personal slush fund or budgets into those other areas. I get that, and I think that that could work uh, just fine. Um, but 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 that's really the only separation that I see as being wise or beneficial with finances. Well, you're, you're probably hearing this right now and you're saying to yourself, but you don't know my spouse. Um, or maybe it's you that, that causes this problem. And the problem is, is somebody doesn't know how to spend money well. Somebody doesn't budget their money well. And so instead of working hard to educate yourselves, to create a plan, and ultimately to grow together through this, you just decide that you're just going to separate everything. And I get it. Because education, growth, that's hard, and it's a lot of work, and it's frustrating, and it requires a lot of communication and a lot of grace, but I think it's necessary. I think that if you're avoiding a problem by creating another problem that's masked as a solution, I just don't think that that's a wise thing to do. So if you, if somebody in the relationship has a spending problem, I believe that you should seek out counsel uh, to or an expert to, to grow from that. Go to something like Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University or take a master class online or whatever. Find classes that you can take together just because it's one person's problem or one person's challenge doesn't mean that you both shouldn't do it and learn together, grow together, understand how to better um, earn money, save money, spend money, budget money. You can do that together, and I think that that's wise. And in the long run, that's going to be far more beneficial than you just continuing to avoid the situation altogether by separating your money. Now, there's one of you out there or more uh, that has said, but you don't get it. Like, I was burned in the past, and I don't ever want to put myself in that position again. And I'll say to you, I get it. I get it. When my parents got divorced, I was six. My brother was three. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She didn't have a job uh, out in the world. She was at home taking care of us. And when my parents divorced, my dad left and cut up all of her credit cards. And so my mom had zero, nothing. I don't, I don't actually know if she had any money saved or anything, but I know that she did not have any access to any bit of money. She was screwed. And that created some serious problems for my mom and for us as a family early on. Absolutely. I get it. I would still advise my mom 
that when she remarries, which she has, uh, that she combines finances all over again. Now, uh, inside of that, there may be some measures that you take to protect previous assets um, from the future family you marry into. And so you protect those to save those for the kids that you had or the family that you had previous to that. I understand that there's some there's some nuance there. Um, but all in all, anything new uh, that you create together, that you make together, I believe should be combined. I am not even personally, and again, uh, there are there's reasons to challenge this, and I get it. I'm not a big fan of prenuptial agreements. I think that, um, again, my opinion, my words, I believe that you are planning to fail or you are giving yourself an exit strategy um, before you even get married. And if that's the case, uh, you should deeply consider whether or not you, you want to get married. Again, we can't guarantee that anything is going to work out. But when we go into marriage, we should go all in with no plan B. I believe that is the best possible way to set ourselves up for success because when there's no plan B, we will fight like hell for plan A. And that's what we're really after. So anyway, for all you husbands out there, maybe again, there was a, there was a wife listening, uh, an engaged individual listening, or just somebody that's seriously dating, um, or, or one day you want to get married and you're trying to figure it out. Uh, I would encourage you to take these things to heart. You know, my word is not the Bible. Um, my word is not exact truth. These are my opinions, but these are opinions based upon my own 20 plus years of 21 plus years of marriage. Uh, and the experiences that I've had with each of these things, uh, the experiences of walking through these challenges with other friends of mine, the experiences of coaching, uh, individuals through, uh, certain areas uh, of this. And even for the eight years that I served as a pastor of a church and counseling people, People, uh, through these things. I just believe that all in all, these are best practices. There are exceptions to most rules. I understand that. There are situations that I'm not privy to that make it more challenging than just being black and white. And I get that too. But all in all, we are trying to set ourselves up for the best success possible. And so I believe that the best success in marriage happens when the two truly become one and we do not create separation between husband and wife. Hope that was helpful for you guys. Uh, that was actually a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be, but I do think it's beneficial for, for us to think about that. So um, if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, comments, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can text 714-202-9402. You can text me your responses. You can hit up any other contact information that's in the show notes. You can reach out to me via social. Um, I'm more than happy to address any thoughts, questions, or concerns. You can email me, ryan at ryanjamesmiller.com. Same thing there. Feel free to, to share with me anything you, you'd like as it relates to your feedback or thoughts, comments on, on this specific episode. If you have any ideas for future topics that you'd like to hear me talk about, please feel free to let me know those as well. Again, some of the upcoming uh, topics that I'm going to be talking about here over the next couple of weeks is going to be uh, how married men can have more sex with their wives, um, how married men or who married men should be talking about their spouses with, um, how men can be better husbands to their wives. Uh, and then we're going to get into things like success, how to be more successful, how to protect your mental health, how to fight well with your spouse, um, how to lead well as the husband and leader of the home. Um, and, and so there'll be a variety of topics inside of there. Anyway, um, there's a lot to come. 
Um, uh, again, if you want to uh, uh, learn more about what we're doing, you want to check out our Men of Freedom Facebook group. It's a private Facebook community for men. You go to ryanjamesmiller.com slash M-O-F. Uh, and if you got anything else, hit me up. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate the support. Appreciate you listening. Share this with another guy that you know. Share this with somebody else that you believe would be beneficial. It would mean the world to me, and I pray that it would be impactful to them. So until next time, thank you guys so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Authentic Conversations. If you are ready to live the life you've dreamed of, I'm here to help. Head to ryanjamesmiller.com slash podcast to begin your journey. And if this episode impacted you in any way, pay it forward by sharing it with someone you know. I'm Ryan James Miller, and I'll see you next time on Authentic Conversations.